That is what that is. How are you doing, Jeff, man? We're officially recording. Are we now? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's how these things just jump on you it. Just jump right. It's called a cold open. Yeah. <laughs> cold open. Uh, this whole show is a half hour cold open. Is that all it is? Just one long cold open and where then, you're like, shouldn't the credits start the end, now? It's like, yeah, exactly that. We chose the same theme song. Do you ever put that, the Seinfeld theme over like, video of atrocious things <laughs> like no like hurricane disaster footage no but that means you do mm, <laughs> i don't but i have uh i have consumed many uh oh so other people do this yes i was actually showing vanya a video today that every episode of seinfeld they recorded the theme specially for that episode really yeah they didn't use the same recording over and over again so they didn't jump on the cold open jokes that's and so there's a guy sitting there with a the keyboard that has yeah. all the things, and he that makes sense. Yeah, I saw forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, that's what he does. He's a session musician. That's right. I uh, I watched that, and he once. literally does the boom, 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 boom. He oh, does yeah. that. It's iconic. It, it's so great. It's the it's perfect. Um, the show is called Putting Up with Aaron Marsh. Okay, I should tell you that now. You didn't. I, you gave me not a lot. You just said this is a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't want to tell you much. Okay, that's fine. That's part of what I wanted to do. All right, that's fine. Which doesn't mean I'm gonna attack you. You know, like but no, like you're not you. I wouldn't. I no. would destroy you if you did that. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> In I don't know all if realms of the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's nothing that I would say that most of my life I go through. I'm like, they're not actually gonna punch me. But if someone actually punched me, it depends on with what hand they use. If it's a left hand, you sh you'll be See, fine. See, that's spoken like someone who's taken a punch. I've taken a lot of punches. Yeah. Aaron here has taken just a couple punches. Really? Yeah, not See, a the, lot. I think what's important for people, I always say wh when I'm training people for, for a fight or something like that, mm -hmm. I will uh, make sure that they learn how to get hit. Like, not when I'm training people for a fight. If they have a fight coming up, they know how to do that. But, like, if I'm training people how to box... Or something. One of the first things I do is I let them hit me because people mm -hmm. are afraid to hit you. Yeah. And I'll be like, yeah, see, it's fucking fine. It's yeah. fine. And then I'll I'll be like, now I'm gonna hit you, and you're yeah. gonna be fine. And it's sort of like um, jumping into a very cold pool. Like Not it, the way it I'd like put it. it wakes you up in a snap. It does wake it's, you up. It, it, you're just like you are never more aware than when you take like a jab to the face. Yeah. It it completely occurs to me now why you don't drink coffee and I do. Oh, I suck back five-hour energies like it's my fucking career. Yeah, that's awful for you. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not much worse than I that. I mean, yeah, it's giving you five hours now, but it's taking five from the other end. Those are the bad hours. It's going to meet up. It you is you the bad the, hours. You know the <laughs> but you're just making those bad hours hit you closer. That's, I think that's an unfair compare. People that drink coffee love to sort of lord over that their thing is, is, is better than what I... Like, mine is just a bunch of vitamin B and caffeine... Mm -hmm. In a in a fucking bottle. It's just concentrated. It's about a cup of coffee. Yeah, uh, it's just fucking niacin and riboflavin. Uh, it's just a shit ton of vitamins. And yeah, I don't even know what those vegetables look like. Niacin and riboflavin are B vitamins. Exactly. I mean, that was the yeah, that was, I'm sorry. Is that I don't want to say that that was a joke, but that was a oh, is it? Because I'm a, I'm a stupid guy. 
You, you got a lot of punches. You've had way more punches. Here's than something I, have. I was thinking about. Though. Okay. I know we, we probably have you probably have a theme here, but like, do you ever notice that like we look down on physical violence now? Like we look down on it. It's considered uncivilized and stuff. And we're like, I can't believe. I wanted like, to make I a comeback. All these people that are like all hoity-toity about it, yeah. and then they go on the internet and ruin people's careers. Yes. And they like try to cancel them, and they try to destroy people. It's like whatever happened to beating the shit out of somebody, and that's how they learn their lesson. Yeah. Like nobody's learning their lesson. And when you cancel their career and they can't eat anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm part of that where there are certain people, especially people that are millionaires, when they get canceled, I'm like, they'll be fine. They We don't need them in the space anymore. Sure, we can That's say Cosby's name right out. I fuck Lu- Louis C.K. can fuck off. Yeah, like, sure. Like even somebody like Louis C.K. where it's like, yeah, you can't go to work and jerk off in front of your coworkers when you are at a certain power dynamic. And you never could. That's the weird part to me about him coming back. Because we're like, he has a right to come back. And I'm like, but who... You're forgetting he has to walk into those clubs and walk past those women he jerked off in front of and go, oh, good day, ladies, and have them be like, oh, I fucking hate you. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to bump you right now. Yeah, I'm going to go make 50 times what you make now. Yeah, exactly. So, like, fuck that. For the same amount of time. But, like, why doesn't somebody just beat the shit out of Louis C.K.? That's way more. They should be. That's way more of a satisfying. It's consequential. Like, or but stuff like that, when people are, like, when they... When people get all on a soapbox about yes. how physical violence is uncivilized and it, it's it's for stupid people and stuff like that, or it's like it's harsh and it's like it's too brutal and nobody should ever deserve that, and then people's fucking lives get destroyed because of the internet, and people think they're somehow being civilized. Yeah. That's so hypocritical and ridiculous to me. Well, it's because the internet's new, so we started a whole new brand of savagery, we and we haven't even learned what the etiquette is on it yet, and so we've gone about it like there's no etiquette at all. The anti-bullying bullying is out of fucking control. Yeah. Where people are now like, like nerds are by far the new bullies. They're terrible. Oh, yeah, and they're terrible to each other. They're terrible to everybody. They're awful. They're so fucking awful. And there's so much stuff I'm not allowed to say because of legal obligation. I, with with boxing? No. <laughs> yeah, no but show? with 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 yeah, with the company I work for, like I can't go after people. This, right now is a good time to plug Sideshow, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sideshow Collectibles, you can see Jeff May they, unboxing videos, talking to comic book artists. Unboxing unbo- comic book artists. No, yeah, I yeah, I do, I do I do work with Sideshow. I love them. I, I love them and they they are are great to me and they give me a lot of leeway. But like I can't go after when someone's being shitty, I can't be like you're being shitty. You know, like, I'm not Yeah, you are the face of a company. I guess I am not at all, so I can still do that, but also complete fear that, because people go back. Yeah. People go back and read these tweets. Not that I have anything to worry about with that. I've gone through and purged a lot of my bad ones. Oh, I have too. Yeah. And I've actually. I have had them because I was an early comic. Yeah. No, exactly. We all do. We all had our edgy is funny. I forget which. It was like two years ago. I was going to San Diego with a bunch of comics, and. I learned how to scan through people's Twitters where, like, you can bring things up by subject matter. Yeah, Yeah, and you can bring up those words. And I was going through the people in the van. And I was like, hey, man, you should go through and uh, delete this tweet. And, like, we were just reading each other's worst tweets and deleting them. But some of them were also still funny, so we, like, we screenshotted them and passed them around. (laughs) Everything good ends with a screenshot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When I got... I was like, hey, uh, 
Oh, I was going to say someone's name. There, it's a very funny person that we both respect. Yes. You're like, oh, this is a great joke you have to get rid of now that you have a career. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, when I had a uh, TV show for half a minute, uh, as you recall, because I tried yeah, bringing you, you on. Yeah, you tried getting me on. Uh, I got a cameo on that show. I, I know. I wanted, I wanted you on that show. I, I, you were one of the people that I sort of believed in to bring on to that show. Um, they had a lawyer go through all of my social media, and oh. they handed me a packet. That's like, awesome. Like it was script sized with uh, screenshots of everything that I had to get rid of or everything that was not considered good. How does Saturday Night Live not have the same person? I don't know. This was for the sci fi network. This was like, yeah, exactly. Like how does NBC not have better quality Which, control? By the way, than it wasn't sci-fi. even greenlit for the sci fi, it was no. p- pilot presentation for sci fi. Correct. And it was already having lawyers go through your things. But yes. every time they have a cast of people, there's always one person whose things yeah. seem to surface. Oh, that guy said the N word a lot. Yeah, yep. exactly. Oh, he had a whole podcast about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was. Oof, that a problem. I know I just did uh, Jeff Dye's podcast. We're talking about Ari Shafir's tweets. Fuck him. Yeah, no, we both care. Kind of like, hey, listen, I like you as a comic, but what is this? Yeah, no. I don't even think, like, here's the thing. He's not a likable person. Uh, and He's, he's done, never tried to He's be. done awful things to people in the comedy world. He's been super shitty. He was awful to Natasha Leggero. Uh, mm-hmm. At what point in time do we need to stand up for a bad person who's gotten and then burned so many opportunities? I don't know if you noticed, no one really stood up for him in this no, one. No, everyone kind of deserve s- to be stood up for. It's like in Indiana Jones when like the boulder's there, and instead of running away, like the whole comedy community sort of stepped to the side and like just let the boulder through. Yeah, we don't need this hero, this yeah. anti-hero. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff where I'm like, do we need to protect you? Uh, no. You've been, you've bur- you know, when somebody when somebody continues to burn bridges and opportunities, you're like, I don't know, man. It's like sometimes being a piece of shit is heroin for some people, and yeah. they can't kick it. Which, by the way, you retweeted the tweet that I did about him. I did, I did, because fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Well, that was my whole thing. If uh, you didn't see my tweet, it was just Ari Shafir put a terrible tweet out about Kobe's death, saying it was 24 years too late, and I put out a thing that said. Oh, your career died. And I don't see you tweeting about that. Yes. Um, but some Ari Shafir fans tried to come to his rescue for a little bit. And Fuck I don't em. know if you saw those. It I was, did. Of course. It was kind of fun. I was like, oh, man. Because I was, when I first was like looking at that tweet before sending it, yeah. I was like, what do I do if Ari's like, hey, man, what, what the hell? And then I was like, you know, no. you can always send me those tweets. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But also, I'll I was. I'll take them. Because I'll be like, I'll break your nose if you ever talk to me again. But even. On my side, I was like, no, he's got no leg to stand on. No. Because you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Was this too sensitive of a matter for you when your whole angle is nothing's too sensitive? Yeah, Michael Rappaport has the upper ground on you. That's not a good sign. <laughs> That's also true. Wait, is he a good, decent fighter still? Michael Rappaport? Yeah. I don't know. I just know that he, when he was just like, this guy's a fucking trash bag. <laughs> and I'm like, you go, Michael Rappaport. <laughs> what an accent were you trying to do? He's like a Brooklyn-y kind of guy, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah, know. I don't know, like, because to me, his voice and your voice are similar. Oh, no, 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 no. Is that how you th- hear East Coast is yeah, all the same? it's all the same. It's oh all a blur. Man. Wow. Yeah, I just got rid of all the listeners on the East Coast. It's fine. It's all right. Yeah, wait, so. So what's the point of this show? Oh, oh. it's called Putting Up With You. Yeah, no, I eventually troll you lightly, and then I troll you harder. Is that what you do? That's not uh, gonna... A little bit, but it's not, it's, it's playful. Is it? Yeah. Because when we met. It was not playful. It was 
let's talk about that. Okay. You were an so, asshole to me. Um, I want some specifics because I don't have enough memory of this. Okay, so we met at Flappers. For uh, sure. We met at Flappers. You were hosting a show or a I used mic? to host a lot of them, so I don't know. It was a show, I think. And uh, we were... I, I had commented that I I was like, oh, I like your tattoos. Uh, and, and you were like, uh-huh, sure. And you were just very standoffish and rude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like a complete and total prick to me. Yes. To the point where I said, did I do something to you? And then you said, no, you didn't actually. That's, I don't know why I was being like that. Okay, that's... Uh, uh, That's nicer than I thought the story was going to go. No, well, because I was kind of like after a while, like you were clearly being standoffish. And this might have been over the course of two times. This part is blurry to me. Okay. But I called you out. Yeah. And I was like, why are you being mean to me? Mm -hmm. And this is not verbatim, but I was just like, what did I do to you? Why are you being a dick to me? And then you literally were like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I have no reason to base this on other than you look like an asshole and... Yeah, no, you you cuz I do. It is your thing. I look you, like a cop. No, oh yeah, you, you look like you're going to lure me into a conversation I want to have to hit me with it. Yeah. Absolutely you do. I did not realize it was sincere despite all the X-Men shirts and other things you were yeah. wearing that said that you are that person. I'm used to that though. Also, working at that club, if it was an open mic, I'm willing to bet it was more of an open mic than a show. It was by the Yuhu room. Okay. Because uh, when I was hosting those open mics, it would drive me nuts that it was like if you were sitting at the bar trying to eat the free meal that you're getting paid, that it was like you I could it would take me an hour and a half to eat the meal because people would just come up and say little yeah. things and you're like I'm not gonna pull your name out any faster, so like I really put like a lot of defenses up and started eating in the green room after a while. But I'm I was cool like, and good. Yeah, but. J- it takes me five times before I approve but of somebody like that. I don't. It wasn't. We were all standing there. This yeah. was. This was two times before you gave Tone Bell your Boba Fett hoodie for like no reason. Yeah, I gave him the Boba Fett hoodie in trade for another jacket that I thought looked cooler. That was gonna. You get didn't think comments. it looked cooler because I asked you why, and you were like, "It's just. It's not bad to have this guy be on his good side." You know. Uh, well, it's more than that. It's also the Boba Fett jacket got a lot of compliments. Which I didn't want to have those further conversations. So I have a such an asshole. I did, it's true. No, if I get enough, if if I'm wearing something that becomes a conversation starter, I stop wearing that thing. I mean, I for me, it's always about finding your tribe. And yeah. I maybe that's because I need to have stuff that softens. Sure. Me. You yeah, know, maybe like, you do. Uh, maybe I, I should. I'm not saying what I'm doing is right, but I don't know if you've noticed through time. The shirts that I will wear in public, I know I'm wearing a wrestling shirt now. I would never wear this in public because it causes wrestling fans to talk to me. I think I just like talking to people, too. Oh, That's I, the other thing. Oh, it's so I weird. guess it makes sense that my career is essentially podcasting because I just like talking to people. Mm. I like banter with the right people. I don't like it with the wrong people. And I'm going to say it took me longer to realize how good and sweet and nice and funny you were than it should have because... Of your size and voice, which, by the way, <laughs> my general level of aggression. It's not even your general level of aggression. No, it, I it's like that. There. that. Oh, well, of course you do. Yeah, that makes sense. No, but of course. But it's like I liked watching that with other people. But when it comes towards me, I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to watch you from it afar. Seems a lot. I didn't want to yeah. bring you in. But 
I did the show, same. Not, I'm, I'm a show, not an interactive experience. I did the same with a friend in Tucson five years before I met you named Frank, who I love. And Frank is one of the sweetest. You would love him. He's got this huge collection of memorabilia of all things Marvel and WWE. He's a walking cartoon character. I like that. Yeah. Oh, he's great. And he's a great artist. And when I met him for the first couple times, he also had one of these, what did I do to you? And I'm like, it's your fucking voice. Because he has this fucking I think Brooklyn it really comes voice. down to is you're sort of unraveling the idea that like the the prejudices of people that look broy and are are sort of that but I'm broy level. Mm, yeah, but you're not broy like. I have a f- I I look like a, I I say now because I'm 38, but it's like yes. uh it's like a cop vibe that I have. Mm-hmm. Like the visible vibe of me yeah. is like cop or like stepdad who's six years younger than your mom, sure. like that kind of vibe. <laughs> Uh, right, like is that like that's like sure, yeah, absolutely. That land as a vibe, but like it used to Not be like one. people thought I was like a frat bro. Yeah, no, you look frat broy. I look frat broy. I also I have masculine. Uh, I have masculine features, like mm-hmm. uh, very broy. But I also I do have masculine interests, like boxing and stuff like that. Uh, stereotypically masculine interests. So people are like, "Fuck that guy." Like when I worked at a comic shop, people hated me. Mm-hmm. For no reason other than I look like their high school bully. Yeah, and you didn't. As a matter of fact, if I go through my whole history of people that I was like close with, yeah, they all look like the high school bully. It's all very uh, Lenny and of mice and men. Oh yeah, uh, uh, geez, I'm like literally right about to start rereading that. Um, yeah, exactly. George, uh, yeah, Lenny and George. It's yeah. all you of the my Gary major Sinise. friendships are very are very Lenny and George, where it's just like. Oh yeah, and Aaron always picks a giant to stand. Which next George to. would you be? Would you be uh, Gary Sinise or would you be uh, Burgess Meredith? <laughs> which which well, movie you know, version? Here's the part that's the most honest: is I would love to say I'm I'm Gary Sinise. Yeah, but I'm definitely. Uh, Brid- I am one, Meredith Bridges. I am one hundred percent. I'm Meredith the, Brooks. Uh, Malkovich. Uh, <laughs> talk about movie yeah. magic. Making John Malkovich look like yeah, it looked like he was going to cause monster. problem. God, he did it with Con Air too. They made him look huge in that movie. Yeah, in, no, no, in, he did look huge in that movie. Massive. And I should go back and I watched it as a kid. I should go back and watch it now and just be like, no, he's just a skinny guy with some kind of bulk. My work commute. Uh, yeah, there's a scene where all the people are trying to carry hay bales, and mm-hmm. then it just shows him carrying a bunch in each hand. Mm-hmm. That re- they really nailed it. I've been um, because my commute is so long. I've been rereading a lot of the stuff that I never really got to enjoy when I was younger uh, because of just the way my brain, my ADHD never let yeah. me read for more than 10 minutes at I a time. I would never think so this is a thing I should do. I've been rereading like a lot of like Hemingway and Steinbeck, uh, but I've been doing um, some of them on Audible when I drive. Like, so I'll get short stories. I'm surprised I'll you're not doing Audible graphic novels. Could you imagine? <laughs> and then Captain America punches Red Skull, and it's like, <laughs> exactly. And uh, now S- Superman's got gray hair, and yeah. that means that he went through a lot when he was in there. Yeah, now is now it's the old guy <laughs> Superman because he's got the black background. <laughs> it's on, a lot of commentary. On shield, and it's pretty good, you know. It's like Watchmen issue six, and she starts uh, with the guy sighing. He's like, <sighs> all right. So in the first panel, there's like nine things happening. <laughs> There's exactly. like a mouse. I don't even know what it's supposed to represent. Maybe Disney. I don't know. But it's it there. might come up later. It might not. But it makes you it, it leads you to believe it will. But I've I've read it a couple times. Did it doesn't. Do you ever see those Watchmen scripts? 
No. This, you look at the scripts, man. Every like panel is like a three paragraph description for Alan Moore oh. sent to Dave Gibbons. Like, I mean, he was specific. Yeah, of course he was. Alan Moore is very specific. Yeah. In fact, I would love to have him do DVD commentary on the new Watchmen HBO show. Uh, you know what's funny about Alan Moore is... Um, Has he commented on it? Only that he doesn't want to comment on it. Yeah. He's not interested. Uh, he doesn't care. He's, uh... He he's literally looks and seems like the guy that's, like, in a shack. And every yeah, time man. someone knocks on it, and they're like, hey, um, we're wondering if you want to comment Strong on... Strong Salinger vibes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's like, you know what? I'll just send the scripts when I want to. I have nothing else to say. Fuck off. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. I find Alan Moore very insufferable. Would you want to meet him? Mm, only to dispel how much, how insufferable I find him, because I do believe that everybody one-on-one can be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like even people that I hate, yeah, like from in like a public persona, when it's one-on-one, you always find things to click about. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, there are people like him and John Byrne, uh, and, and, uh, bad era Frank Miller where I just find them totally insufferable. I, I think their art is as good as they are publicly insufferable. I thought the same about Frank Miller until the Sin City movies and he did like that press round and it seemed like he had a fun good time. Mm. I give it a couple years after the Sin City movie because he was battling some demons. Yeah, he's but it recently, was recently he has shuffled them off. Yeah, but now he seems like he enjoys life, which I didn't think was going to happen. Between Sin City 1 and about maybe three years ago, things were hard. Mm. Like it was rough. I, don't uh, know. I was going to say for you, I think something that you might need to learn how to do is to effectively know how to cut off a conversation. Jeff May episode. I still don't know how to close out conversations for just for reference. Like, I want to say a week after we recorded that, I was in a conversation I didn't want to be in. I didn't know what to do. I tried to remember Jeff's advice and I didn't take any of it in. And I just turned around and walked away. And about 50 feet later, they were like, okay, Aaron, I guess you're done with this conversation. So I'm still bad at that. Um, thank you guys for putting up with me, and thank you, Jeff, for putting up with me. And please, guys, I've been loving all the feedback I've been getting from this podcast. So please, you know, keep messaging me, keep reviewing, keep subscribing. Yeah, like, if you've already subscribed, subscribe again. You know, like, Melissa is the best, and she saw her coworker went to the bathroom, left his phone on his desk, and she subscribed him for the podcast. You know, like, that's what we got to do, and we'll do it. And so... Subscribe, strangers, you know? We're going to be like uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, and we're going to have putting up watchtowers. All right, guys. Thank you, and thank you for putting up with me. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, Find a place in this world or never belong. I've got to be me. I gotta be me. 
go with the flow. That's how it must be. I can't be right for anyone else if I'm not right for me. I've got to be free. I gotta be free. Derek, a driver. 